Cultivate and Keep podcast. It is myself and my lovely co-host, Corey Haynes. Yo, yo. The prodigy. That's right. What, what was your name and uh, your nickname? You had one that hmm? the guys gave you in basketball. I was the prodigy. Ooh, yeah. What I don't know. You? That's a good point. You didn't have one? They liked me, dude. I don't know. That's true. <laughs> they liked me more than they liked Daniel. They only they, <laughs> they did. They only gave nicknames to the guys who sucked. Which yeah, well, I mean, I sucked too, but... Not um, nearly as I was likable, you know. Freshman year, I sat on the bench for the varsity games, even though I never played even once. Okay, honestly. They put you in. They gave you garbage time. That is better that than getting something. 20 seconds. Like, that was like a slap in the face, man. I would hate when he would do that. It was like, really? oh, come on, coach. Yeah. Although there was one game, I think I got to play like 80 seconds, and I scored five points. I remember that. <laughs> it was so humiliating. It was a playoff game, and like we played some horrible team, and we like killed them, so... I got like what a minute and a half of playing time, and I hit a three, and then I like, I don't know, I think two free throws, whatever. And um, when the game ended, Henry Lachey came and picked me up. It was like yeah, and the whole team like surrounded <laughs> me. And it was so humiliating. I was so embarrassed. I know. I I remember actually <laughs> there was one varsity game. Um, I think maybe it was probably my sophomore year because I don't think I played at all in game my freshman year, and. It was like the last like three minutes of the fourth quarter, saying they like blow out. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, three minutes. Like, I'm going to go hard. <laughs> and I remember I like basically my thing was like, get the rebound, offensive mm-hmm. or, or defensive. Kick like, it out. Just get the rebound and kick it out. <laughs> and, but I went up to get this rebound on offense and I got it like mid air. And I remember just being so close to the basket, like, oh, I'm like right here. I'll just kind of like flick it in. And I made it in and the whole crowd just went bonkers, like nuts. I remember looking confused, like, did I, did I do something wrong? Or like, what just yeah, happened? I was like, yeah. oh, they're just happy. Everyone was like, oh, I saw you like put that, you know, rebound back in. And I was like, oh yeah. Like, I guess that yeah. was kind of cool. Thanks. Gosh, so embarrassing. Like cringy memories. Like, I know. <laughs> it was fun though. The best was JV. Oh man, that was those were the Dude, times. Dude, that was so fun. I remember. I don't remember what happened. I think all I remember was like the JV team was really bad, not enough people, and someone asked me if I we would play, I could get some friends to play, and I was like, sure. Like, just I'm not gonna practice though. Just come to game day, and that's right. it. And they're like, sure. I was like, sick. I'm in. And so like me, you, and like Spencer, and like I think Mark. No, it's like me and you and Spencer went to like the next game. We're like the core kind of group. And then we had a ton of fun. So the next game we had like added Mark Hunter and then he came. And then the next game we added like another person. Before we knew it, it was like eight like seniors on like a it freshman was JV so team. Fun. <laughs> Dude. You know, we basically coached ourselves. Remember that when um Oh yeah. I remember when Daniel was coaching and at one point like it was like a a foul, whatever, and he's like, All right, Jeremy, you're out like you know, look, you're going in. And I was like, no, heck no. And I just like <laughs> stayed on the floor and like did what was so funny. Honestly, what can you do? Like, it was so great, dude. Oh, yeah, man. it was funny. Also, we we were we were bad though. I remember oh, getting yeah. like wrecked. Like, I think we had a few good games, but like overall we sucked because we just didn't practice and we all out, yeah. out of shape. And Well, I, I think of all the games that I played in at least, mm-hmm. which I think was probably mostly the same as you, I think we probably won like five max. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember. I do remember there was we, we had one to school like banked us. There was one uh, school. I remember we lost like sixty points. It was oh, yeah. horrible. Oh, there was a few like that. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, what I just realized was I don't know how I told my parents or convinced them to like drop me off at games when mm-hmm. I was a junior and senior in mm-hmm. high school playing JV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never even like talked to them about yeah. it, or I don't know if I really. I must have told my dad because he dropped me off most of the time. I must have just told him we were playing for fun or something. I don't yeah. even remember. 
dude that's so i'd be fun. like embarrassed for my son if i was yeah <laughs> if i was him like cool all right and i, I love guess it, dude. it was so fun that's honestly for me like the perfect thing i needed because we didn't we didn't play basketball or sports me and you both from like sophomore year on yeah but uh senior year again that, that and it was just fun like it oh, wasn't so too serious like it, yeah it, no it, pressure it got to competitive win. like we all get yeah. into it but just it, it was fun like it's hard to explain but i loved it well there was games where your dad would tell us like Hey, if, if you only lose by 30, I'll yeah, buy you guys he lunch. was like, yo, we were like, oh, yo, frick, okay, lunch, yeah. let's do it. Yeah, it was so funny. And we would start trying a lot harder. And We'd then, still end up losing by like yeah, 35 or something. That's so funny. That's Those are good times. Good times, man. Good times. Well, today in uh, in our land, we wanted to talk about, no, this is kind of born out of, um, this is my idea. And uh, I kind of just wanted to talk about, I don't know, I feel like it's one of those things where I don't know if I'd call it like a myth, but it's something that no one really, it's like, it's taboo. That's what I'm thinking of. It's kind of like no one really wants to talk about it or admit it or kind of like get down to it. But I think if we all really were honest about it, then we would probably agree on it. Um, But I wanted to kind of like ponder and maybe debate a little bit uh, about the relationship between your work and your overall happiness. Um, I don't know about you, but I feel like most of the time through mentors, friends, things you hear, most people tell you to not tie your happiness to your work Mm -hmm. and to kind of like keep very separate, you know, personal life and work life and not to let them bleed over. Has that been your experience too? Yeah. I remember being, um, a couple of years before I I left being at Le Bon's, I remember, um, talking to one of the pastors at, at Foothills and just, we're just talking and I was like, dude, like I, um, like I hate, like I'm not happy, like at my work, you know, like I, I just feel like every, like when Sunday night rolls around, like I feel miserable, like going into work on Monday. Like, what is that? Like, why is that? And his response was, he's like, you know, he was like, um, just because like you hate going to work on Monday does not mean like you're miserable at your job. Like that's normal. Basically is kind of what he said. And I remember thinking like, I, I don't know, dude, like what I'm feeling is pretty like strong. <laughs> like it's not like, oh, like Monday, Monday blues. Like, no, like I hated it. Like very unhappy. And so, yeah, I think, um, uh, yeah, I, I heard, I've heard that a lot. And I think, I think like what it's, it's coming from is like your happiness should not depend on your work. But I think what we're saying is it's, I, I would say it's very much affected by your work. Like mm-hmm. if you, I mean, if you are spending a third of your life doing something that you don't enjoy, like duh like that that should not it should not be that way if if you're really that unhappy right yeah i i understand kind of the principle like i said which is more about um like because you can be happy or you can have joy doing things that you don't Mm -hmm. necessarily like doing like landscaping i don't know if this has been uh i mean you can speak to it more closely than i can but like (laughs) There were probably times where you enjoyed it or you were yeah, happy yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah. But there were also times when you really didn't. And I think the principle is more about like, okay, well, don't let it affect the rest of your life and, you know, thrust you into a depression if you don't enjoy your work. And that most things can be enjoyed. But like I said, it's not that, like it, everything should be enjoyed no matter what you're doing. Yeah, well, I think that like in part of what we want to talk about is like intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation. And I think like for me, that was a big factor. And I think I think for you, it's like a similar thing. And so I think like a lot of it just depends on how you're wired and how you're, how you're built. I mean, if you're someone yeah. that like, you know, like you are you're not really motivated to do things for others, like you know, your motivation, like your work ethic comes from like what's inside of you and like what um, like the reward, rewarding yourself, essentially, like 
then you probably shouldn't be like holding like a normal job. You should probably do some, do something a bit like outside of that. And so for me, like that was where a lot of my unhappiness came from. But like it just felt like what I'm doing is not what I was made to do, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Not that oh I hate landscaping, you know. It was more of like I was made to do something different, I guess. You right. Know? Yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to. Um, I think some of it comes down to how you're wired, but I think some of it is also just like your own kind of attitude and outlook and like how you kind of wire your own brain. Um, extrinsic versus uh, intrinsic. What it really comes down to is, you know, there's a saying like, um, well, it's a means to an end. Mm-hmm. And intrinsic motivation is basically like you do things uh, like the means are the end, essentially. Like you enjoy doing it just for the sake of doing it. Um, whereas on the flip side, extrinsic motivation is everything really is a means to the end. Like you do work for the result that you get or mm-hmm. for, you know, so intrinsic is like, I do this because, um, or I wrote a book because I like you, writing you wanted to, yeah. and I wanted to, and it's something I've always had on my list of goals and, um, and I like communicating and putting things down on paper and extrinsic motivation for writing a book would be, well, I get the, uh, What's the the book um, upfront money that you get? Uh, dang it, I'm, I'm totally blanking right now. But you get the money upfront to write the book, and then you get the royalties mm-hmm. afterwards, and then you get seen as you know uh, um, a thought leader and an expert, yeah. and that you, you can say that you wrote a book, and mm-hmm. you know you can kind of like put yourself on a pedestal. Um, I feel like most people in their life end up wanted to do things more from a intrinsic motivation. Like to a certain point you do things extrinsically because you need money to survive mm-hmm. and, or you're learning. And so you just have to kind of follow orders and because you feel the pressure of, you know, not wanting to get fired or, you know, mm-hmm. do a good job or, and also kind of climb the ladder. But at a certain point you stop caring about that. And it really just comes down to intrinsic motivations. So if you're someone that is intrinsically motivated, are you saying that like it makes it very hard to be happy at your job? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think that's the, kind of the dichotomy there. Where you, does that mean you're like, if you're, if you're that geared that way, are you now like entrepreneurial then? Is that what it means? Are those hand in hand? I don't know. I, I think so. I don't think so, but I don't Yeah. Know. I don't, I don't think so necessarily. I think more of what I'm thinking is like, um, sure. Uh, I mean, so if you do hate your job, it's mostly because of the things that you do for your job, right? Or maybe not even hate your job. You're not necessarily happy. It doesn't give you, bring you life uh, for the work that you do. Now that could be because of your attitude towards the things that you do. In which case, like you said, you can, you can find some intrinsic motivation to do the things that you don't necessarily like to do, like pull weeds or, uh, run a lawnmower or get out of the landscaping. <laughs> Come on. I, I like this analogy cause, cause you've experienced it first. Okay, what's so funny is like, um, people <laughs> that like know me, like have known me for a while, like still think of me as like the landscaper is great. Guy. Like I'm around someone like, Oh yeah, landscaping Jeremy. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I've been <laughs> out for like three years. Like it's yeah. just, it's funny. Not at all, but it's cool. You know? All right. But let's say that you really did like, uh, you really did enjoy landscaping and gardening and, pulling weeds and kind of getting your hands dirty, that'd be more of an intrinsic Mm -hmm. uh, motivation, right? So you're not motivated by the money or by the status of it. Um, You're more motivated just by like doing that thing. And I guess what I'm trying to say is that uh, the better motivation, at least personally, in my opinion, is intrinsic. And there's like 90... uh, 
90,000 things that you can do that you probably wouldn't enjoy. And there's probably like 10 things that you would do that you do enjoy. So it's no wonder that you're not happy in your job if mm-hmm. you're purely doing things for the extrinsic uh, motivation. Hmm. Um, I wonder if like finding finding the right task or the right job like would be suitable for you then, you know? Mm-hmm. Right? Like if you can find a job that is like, like, like you said, like if you enjoy it just for what it is or if you have autonomy in it and kind of like a little bit of control, like maybe you can be satisfied and happy while not necessarily like doing your own thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think a lot of it comes down to um, like, what were you born to do? Like what are kind of the innate gifts and talents? What are the skills that you have um, that you've acquired over time that you've built and that you're good at? Um, But also like, kind of what you're saying, the way they're wired, like what do you, what really kind of brings you life? Mm Because there are even like a few things that I do that um, I would say I'm pretty skilled at, but I don't necessarily, or they even have a talent for that I don't really like doing. Um, Like I'm kind of musically uh, talented. I can play guitar pretty well and I can sing okay. Um, Pretty skilled at it. I've kind of practiced those things over time. To be honest, I don't really like doing it. I don't, I'm not like a performer. Um, So anytime... I do that. It's more from like an extrinsic motivation Mm -hmm. of like someone asked me to, or they paid me to, or they, you know, or at the time it was, you know, Monique, uh, Monique's like Corey serenade me. Right. (laughs) Uh, There are times alone where I do it on my own kind of intrinsically, but I wouldn't be a musician. Yeah. uh, Unless it was very intrinsic motivation. Right. Gotcha. No, I think that, um, one that I want to communicate with this topic is like, just like think about it, right? Like if you find yourself like kind of whatever, wherever you're at in life, like if you're find yourself constantly unhappy, like if, if your work's not feeding you and like, um, I don't know, like giving you joy. And I, I guess what I want to say is like, I don't think that work like, um, should completely control like a direct effect on on like your overall happiness, but it definitely affects it. Like it, it plays a role in like if you're happy or not throughout your day. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't, so I, th- I think just like stop and think, right? Like what mo- like how are you motivated? Like you're saying, like what drives you? Like where does that um, type of motivation come from? Like what kind of things do you like doing? Um, I mean, one thing we were talking about is like, you, you know, you spend a third of your life, if like your, your life at work, Right. It's like that's crazy if you're going to spend and I, I think what I think is weird is I think I don't know I feel like the majority of people probably are unhappy with their job right like would we all probably. agree with that and it, it, it's weird to think like wow like a third of your life <laughs> that's crazy it's going to be it's spent like doing something that you hate or that you're right. really unhappy like and so if that's you like, we'll, then we'll take a step back like think about it like just like get out of the clouds and get out of like the day to day and just like think like wow like what am I doing? What could I be doing? What do I enjoy? Like, how do I get there? You know, mm-hmm. I, I think for me, like for the longest time, like I just thought it was normal to like not be happy at your job. Like I, I, I don't know. It was weird. Like I just, um, right. It's a pill you have to swallow. Yeah. So it's, a it's just weird. Like I remember, um, my sister Joanna, I remember, um, like watching her when she was my age in college, she, she did what I, I really kind of followed her model. Like she, um, I worked on worked uh, did like night schooling, whatever, and then worked full time and whatever. And, she had a lot of success and I saw the way she like, you know, got a lot of things early in her life. But I think for the most part, she would agree that th- there were some unhappy like t- stretches of her life, like in those younger years, because she was working so hard and maybe didn't necessarily like love what she was doing. And I think my, my dad, like kind of on a similar lines, like 
sacrificed a lot when he was younger to kind of get the the lifestyle he wanted later. And I think all that is good, and I, I believe in like those like principles. But um, I guess what I'm trying to say was I just thought that was normal. I thought it was normal to like, just simply be unhappy because it's a pill yeah. you have to swallow. And I think just the reality is like isn't that that's not necessarily true. Like mm-hmm. um, that is one way to do it, you know. But you don't have to be miserable like with what you're doing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it should serve as a sign, right? Like you said, if you are unhappy with your work, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, like maybe you should do something else. Or like maybe you should explore, you know, what you really are talented or skilled at. And um, is is it, I think what it comes down to a lot of it as well is like, is it that you don't enjoy what you're doing or is it that you don't enjoy the work required to do it if that makes sense because mm-hmm. i think a lot of people don't enjoy work just because it's work it's quote work. unquote and it's hard and it you know takes mm-hmm. effort and labor and sweat and you know and critical thinking um and that i think everyone has to get over like you you have to learn to love to work but it makes it easier to do those things when you're working on something that, that you actually care about and that fits your talents and your skills yeah i don't even think like that's not really what we're talking about because i think that's obvious like you're saying like right. there's always like there's a reason why you get paid like it's work right like um my dad has always said that to me and it's kind of always stuck with me like there's a reason you get paid because it's you know it's work like <laughs> but i think that um like we're saying i think going back to how are you wired how are you built like um just kind of think about that and you know if if you think there are other things you could be doing like consider them you know I, like i said like I think it's easy to get caught in like the day to day and like just you're just in it. I remember for so long for me, I was just in what I was doing and this was a part of the process. I was head down working and, um, you know, eventually that changed. But I think like now, like one thing I would like say to someone in that position is like, you know, take a step back. I like, think about it. Like, and like I said, I've been reading a lot of like Jocko stuff and super into it. And one of his things is like, he always talks about like, how do you, how do you detach? How do you like mm. kind of figure out what's going on? And he says like, again, it's easy to get stuck in like the middle of like just like stormy and cloudy thoughts in your head. But he says like, take a step back, lift your chin, uh, relax, look around and make a call. Mm-hmm. And he, he like, tells some story of where like, I forget where it was and what he was doing. It wasn't in war. It was like in like actual like business or like life. But he like, he literally will do that. He'll take a step back. He'll, um, he'll lift up his chin. He'll relax. And he kind of talks about like, what that does, right? Like when you, like when you lift up your chin, it causes you to kind of like breathe in and like to breathe out. And like, you're, you're looking around now, like if you're looking down, you're seeing your feet, but now you're, you're, you're observing. And I don't know, he just talked about like the practical step of doing that. And how often like, uh, what seems cloudy becomes clear. And so I think like, if that's the way you're at. We'll just take, take a weekend away. Right. Or I don't know, like take a day off and just get away and like kind of observe like, what is your life right now? And what could be different like work-wise, right. Career-wise. I don't know. I love yeah. Jocko, man. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I love that idea of kind of like posturing yourself to be more receptive to looking around and detaching. And one of the things I've been thinking about too is um, it's totally fine, like you said, to to have a season, you know, where you're doing work that you don't necessarily enjoy mm-hmm. or, you know, if you're working towards something else, um, like there's always going to be a, a blend, a mix of both intrinsic and extrinsic and for a time you might be unhappy because it's purely extrinsic that you're doing the work just so that you can get to the next job or so you can acquire that skill or so you can get through, you know, that test or whatever it is. But then at a certain point you want to end up uh, doing work that you do enjoy yeah. and you want to, you know, you want to be able to uh, take a step back, look, lift up, relax, and then say, Oh yeah, I, I do enjoy what, I, what I'm doing for work and I, I'm happy doing this. 
even though it's hard work, you can still enjoy it, right? You can, mm -hmm. you can enjoy doing hard things and putting in, uh, you know, your sweat and, um, mm -hmm. and, and your tears. But, uh, like one of the, the other kind of like frameworks I, I, I've really been leaning on recently is the kind of purpose, autonomy and mastery, which was a previous episode, a few episodes back. Um, but kind of like these three forces, you know, that tie kind of what motivates us and, um, and what we find joy in. And so you have purpose, right. Which is kind of like finding, uh, doing work because it's related to something greater than yourself. Right. So that's very much kind of intrinsic. It's not extrinsic of like, well, how much money do I get and what kind of status do I get? But what impact does this, does this have? And, uh, and who does this help? Right. Also autonomy, being able to kind of self-direct, right. And be in control. Um, and then mastery, being able to learn and improve mm -hmm. and perfect your craft. Um, and if there's no room, like if you don't want to master that thing, well, maybe that's the reason why you're unhappy. Mm -hmm. Or if it's not related to that's any sort of greater purpose, maybe that's why you're not unha you're not happy. If you don't have any control and you're micromanaged, maybe that's why you're mm -hmm. unhappy, right? Um, but all three of those things can also serve as kind of like, okay, well, here's what I should strive towards. Um, I want, you know, a job that will be will bring me happiness will be something where I do have purpose, where I do have autonomy, and where I do want, uh, where I have mastery, where I can Im learn and improve and um, be able to use my gifts and talents and skills in a way that mm -hmm. uh, you know I can get better over time. Yeah, hmm. good stuff. Go Any on. other thoughts? Um, you feel I like you've kind of communicated what you wanted to. I think so. You know, what? honestly, I kind of just want to like talk about and dispel the myth because I just felt like. It's too broad. Like whenever there's something like that, that is so such a broad stroke, like, mm -hmm. uh, well, you know, no one is happy with their job and that's normal and or, or that's okay. It's like, okay, but really like, mm -hmm. so kind of just wanted to dispel that a little bit, speak some truth into it. And so I think, I mean, we should all at least strive to find happiness in our work. And the reality is too, like our work is a third of our day and it's, you know, what we, care about and invest in and it's what we uh what most people define themselves by right kind of what they work on and, and what they do for work and so um if you're not happy doing it then like it doesn't have to be that way mm -hmm. and it's no wonder that if you're not happy in your work that you're unhappy in life yeah well i want to say one other thing um uh, i remember like for so long wanting to like do my own deal whatever and whatever and when i finally got that um i think we talked about this but i remember like it was a it's great and it has has been great but i remember like i was on like this high for the first probably two or three months and then at some point like maybe maybe because we were so busy about it like i felt like burnt out and i was like man like well this sucks <laughs> and it was kind of this realization of like well like again there's a reason why it's work and i think that even if you do find that you're doing like what you want to do like there's always gonna be some element of like dissatisfaction i think i don't I don't think you can be like fully 100 percent satisfied in your work at all times right there's going right. to be like hard part you just don't like flat out um so i just want to be clear that we're not on the train of like mm -hmm. you know do what makes you happy kind of thing right or you know right it, yeah because that's not it's really not the point like the, the point is not that um like find something or only do work that makes you happy it's that your happiness is tied to your work mm -hmm. and so work to improve that relationship so mm -hmm. that you know your work brings your happiness you're happy because of uh some of the work that you do of course it's hard of course it's not going to be happy all the time and you know be like the best thing ever but that you should constantly be striving to 
derive more joy, more fulfillment out of your work instead mm-hmm. of less over time because you despise it and you resent it. Yeah. Cool beans. Cool beans. Well, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed um, or if you have any thoughts for us, let us know on social media. You can email us at cultivateandkeep.com. Um, if you like this one or if you have any thoughts for a friend, it would go a long way if you can text it to him, share it on social media, post it to your Instagram story or something like that. Uh, go a long way for us. So we appreciate you and we'll see you in the next one. Mm-hmm.